You're listening to Girls Gone Wild. This is Joy. And this is Claire. This is episode 93. Welcome to episode 93. Claire's pregnant. <laughs> I'm pregnant. Oh my god, just throw it right out there. Just, in case I mean, you, everyone's like dying to know. We have to just talk about it right true. now. In right case now. you, for some reason, don't follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, yeah, I'm growing a human. It's a fun time. I am due. <laughs> it's a fun time. It's a fun time. I'm 13 and a half weeks-ish. Um, due October 18th is my official due date, but I went on the river when I was on the river two weeks ago. One of the gals I was with was like a super crunchy doula and she called it my guest date, which I like better. Your guest date. Yeah. She's like, cause then you don't feel like you're like getting points docked if you go over your due date, if you yeah. go past your due date. I was true. Like, oh, that's true. Yeah. Um. That's actually a good point. Cause I have yeah. a lot of friends who've had kids where they're like over their due date. Oh, like, most oh people, my gosh. Very, yeah. very few mm-hmm. babies are born on their due date. Mm-hmm. And especially for your first pregnancy, it's really common to go over. Mm. Um, anyway, so yeah. So that's not, why Claire didn't up. do the open. So it's a, one of many reasons why I didn't do the open. Although, to be fair. I wonder if people guessed or like had any idea. because That's been, a good question. It's I been really hard. Know. Well, it's just been hard to like. Okay, let me let me back up. And say that if I had really wanted to do the open, I would have. Okay. But it was just a great excuse not to. Well, yeah. You've been taking so many naps lately. Yeah. So basically, we'll go. We'll get to that. Okay. Um, And yeah, I wonder if anybody guessed. Like, typically, it seems like most of the people who I've told or who have found out on Facebook or whatever are either like, oh my God, what? Or like, yeah, I saw that coming. Yeah. <laughs> it's like way one side from the yeah. pendulum to the other. If you were like totally shocked or if you were like, yeah, I kind of, I was waiting for that. Announcement. Yeah. So anyway, it's exciting. Um, and also why you haven't been able to breathe that well. Also why I haven't been able to breathe that well. Yeah. So we can just talk about all those something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just so many factors. I kind of want to talk about the moment when you told me. Yeah. So... Oh my gosh. This is so funny. It was so I told Joy like the next day. Yeah. I? So, I, so I tell <laughs> so I'll just tell the whole story. So here are all the, the TMI details that I know you all secretly want. So Brandon and I were not not trying, which basically is code for we just weren't paying any attention. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been on birth control in a while because it F's me up. And uh we kind of were just like, you know what, we're just gonna Stop paying attention and like what happens happens. Well, maybe it'll take like six or eight months or, you know, like nobody gets pregnant the first one. Everyone that says that gets pregnant the first yeah. one. <laughs> Turns out now I keep hearing that, but everyone's like, oh yeah, that happened to me or my friend or my sister or whatever. And I'm like, why didn't anyone tell me this while I was making the decision? Everyone was like, oh yeah, you're right. No one gets pregnant the first month. <laughs> anyway, so I got pregnant the first month. <laughs> so I got knocked up. So I got pregnant like probably less than a week after we had that conversation. <laughs> And I had a period tracker app, so I kind of knew that I was, like, very much at risk, if you will. And so, like, the whole week leading up to when I was doing my period, I had been taking pregnancy tests, but they had all been negative, which a negative pregnancy test is not a negative. It's just not a positive. <sighs> so the day I was supposed to miss my period, I woke up, took a pregnancy test, and it was, like, the last one I had, and it was one of the kind of the two lines, mm-hmm. making, like, two lines my fingers. Yeah. And the, and I, the second line was really faint, like really faint. And I had to turn around and leave and go to a coach's meeting. So I wake Brandon up and I'm like, Brandon, how many lines do you see? And he was like, what? And I turn on the, turn on the light. We like sit up, both sit at the edge of the bed, just staring at it. And we're like, I said a second line. I don't know. 
And so I like take a picture, send it to a bunch of my friends. I'm like, is there two lines there? And like half of them say yes, the other half say no. Because so, that'll make your decision. Yeah. You're like, okay. Well, I was like, if somebody, if other people see right. it, then sure. like, yeah. maybe I'm just and you're trying like, to trying turn to myself blue. out of it. Right. And like turning it too hard. at different yeah. angles. And um, because sometimes, even if you have a negative, that second little line has like a different sheen to it. Like you can tell where like that chemical strip is. Right. So even if it doesn't turn pink, sometimes right. you can like kind of see, see the faint outline where of it. it's supposed to yes. be. So I was like, is that just what I'm seeing? Correct. Or like, and if you, if any of you have ever taken one of those pregnancy tests with the two little lines, you'll know what I mean, where you're like, is that a second line? Yes. Or, and like 99% of the time the answer is no. If like you can't clearly see it, then it's not there. Right. But this time the answer was yes. So I go to my coach's meeting, like try to play cool. <clears throat> I'm texting my friend Alex and I'm like, Period watch 2015, 9 a.m., no sign yet. <laughs> and she was like, Claire, I'm sure you're not going to be pregnant. And she was like, there's definitely not a second line. And I go to the store and I buy a digital digital test. And I went home. And I had to wait like an hour to have to pee again. And then I took an it. An hour? Jeez. I well, pee I didn't every like five minutes. Well, I wasn't hydrated because I was so nervous. Oh. <laughs> and didn't drink anything. I didn't drink anything. And, and also like they say that if it's really early, if your pee is really diluted, then there's a chance that you could get another false negative because like there just isn't enough hormone present. Oh, jeez. So I like wanted my pee to be real, real potent. Potent. Yeah. So anyway, I took it and it was digital and it said pregnant. And I was like, well, that's not ambiguous. <laughs> that's significantly less ambiguous. So Brandon, I called Brandon to the bathroom and we looked at it and we looked at each other and we did a lot of like, and a lot of like, oh God. And we looked at it some more and I made a bunch of more noises and Brandon goes, I'm going to go outside. And he went outside and built a bench. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) We like just happened to be borrowing a jigsaw for some reason from someone. So he just like went outside and we had like all this plywood in our backyard for some reason and he built a bench. (laughs) Just like I gotta go outside. Yeah, he's like, I'm just gonna go outside for a while. I was like, okay. And like next thing I know, I like, hear the saw. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I think I'm gonna build a bench. It's <laughs> like, do you do whatever you have to do? <laughs> I love it. And um, anyway, so the next day I went out to brunch with you and Maddie. Yeah. And for Mad Wellness. For Mad Wellness. She's and, been on the podcast twice. Yes, Maddie Berkey. And we were we had gone to like one location and the wait was too long, so we drove somewhere else. And Brandon had dropped me off, so I rode with you to the second one. Yep. And we get in the car, and I was just like, "Well, I had a positive pregnancy test." And Joy just was like, "What?" And at that point, that's all I could bring myself to say. I couldn't yeah. bring myself to be like, "I'm pregnant." It yeah. was just like, "I have, a, I had yeah. a positive." So pregnancy for me, test. it wasn't real yet. I was like, yeah. "Oh my gosh!" Because what? which was late, which was further demonstrated later, when she dropped me off and said, "Oh my god, I can't believe you might be pregnant." I was like, "No, not might be, am." This isn't like I missed my period, but I haven't had a right to take a pregnancy test. This is yet. not a pregnancy scare. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like the test said pregnant. <laughs> but I really caught myself because I really said that. Yeah. Well, like, I can't believe you might. She's like, no, 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 it's not my. <laughs> well, and that's the other thing I learned is that there is no such there is such thing as a false negative. There's no such thing as a false positive pregnancy test because hmm. like there's no reason other than that hormone being present that you would get a positive. Good to know. So anyway, um, and then, yeah, so that was like the first weekend of February. And then the next weekend, my twin brother had all sorts of crap happen to him. He like was in the ICU for a long time. He was in a ventilator. He, he's okay. But so it just like really made it so that it took me a really long time to process it. Oh my gosh. You like, were dealing with so much at the same well, time. And like, there's something else that just happened. 
Uh, oh, my stepmom's dad died. Yeah. All in like a week. Yeah, all in a week. I remember that. I think that my stepdad... I was like, I don't think you can add more... No, my stepmom's dad died and my brother went in ICU on the same day. Yeah. And anyway, and we were like just kind of starting to like wrap our, our minds around this. We were just starting to like really have the panic set in. Because for the first week, it was just like my period's late. Right. It's totally normal. Like... Right. It, you know, it's not totally normal to have your period be late, but it's like how often have you had a three or four day late period and you're like convinced you're pregnant and then you get it. Right. So that's where I, well, like my mindset was, I was like, whatever, my period's just late. And then all that happened. So I couldn't really process it. And then finally, once that all settled down, it was like, oh, this is still happening. Like, oh. That's there. Well, and I was actually really nervous during that period because I was so stressed out. I was like hyper, I mean, I was like not sleeping, you know, I thought, we thought my brother was going to die. And yeah. yeah. I thought I was going to have a miscarriage because mm-hmm. of all my stress. Because of all, all the stress, stress going on, yeah. Or I, you know, thought that was, so I was like, and no one in my family knew. We ended up telling my mom, like. Yeah, you told your mom right then, didn't we, you? I didn't no, tell her like, until about a week into Oh, okay. It. I didn't tell her until my brother came off the ventilator. Okay. Because the other thing that I didn't want to have happen was, like, tell my family. Here was the worst case scenario in my mind. Right. I tell my family, my brother dies, I have a miscarriage. Right. I right. Like, I can't. That's just a lot. Yeah. I yeah. was like, even I wouldn't be able to deal with all of them knowing. It was, right. And at that point, it was like, if something happens, it's not that I don't want support, but like, it's going to be so much yeah. that I'm not going to be able to handle anyone else knowing. Mm-hmm. So finally, like, dealt with it. Finally, like, kind of started processing it probably like late February, <laughs> like almost a month into it. And then, yeah, just a lot of panic at first. And then, like, it's been getting better. The panic's been going away. So, and I mean, like I was saying, like, we were not not trying. So, we had talked about, like, you know what? We could get pregnant. It would be fine. Um, it would maybe be more ideal in six or eight months. But, like, we're, like, we're taking on, like, unprotected unprotected sex has some very um, predictable consequences. Right. And if that happens, it'll be fine. Right. And we told ourselves that. <laughs> and then it happened right away. We were like, oh, God. But we're less <laughs> panicked now. Probably... Just because we're like you just can't sustain panic for nine months, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not. <laughs> but um, yeah. So that's the story in a nutshell. And yeah, I started telling some people, and I also was kind of conflicted about waiting to tell because I am really aware of the fact that miscarriages happen and they are very common. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to be that person who was like, oh, I didn't want to tell because I'm, because what if I had a miscarriage? Right. And really for me, it was less about that and more about just like, I kind of have, I mean, like we're a little bit more public than the average person. So I just wasn't really ready for like people to ask me about it yet until yeah. I had processed it a lot more. Right. And it was like, I wasn't really, even like for Brandon's parents and my parents, other than my mom, we didn't tell everybody until like nine weeks, just because I was like, I'm not ready to hear other people's opinion about this yet. Yeah, like, and I remember that. You're like, I'm just, I'm not ready to hear people's stories, and yeah. everyone's going to give so much opinions and advice, and right. I like, don't blame you. And I think I told Claire, I'm like, you should just wear a shirt that says, I'm pregnant, I don't need your advice. Yeah, I'm pregnant, and I don't care. And like, please don't, don't talk Don't tell me about pregnancy it. stories, right. don't tell me horror stories. Like, all my friends will be like, people will honestly say, like the worst case scenario of yeah. a friend of a friend of a friend. And I'm like, oh, yeah. why would you do that why to someone that? who's pregnant? Yeah. Why? Or, why? and people like just instantly get, start giving you advice. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. Like I could use advice. 
But at the same time, like, you're just not always in a place where you're ready to hear that. Mm-hmm. And if you are in a place where you're already feeling like, oh, my God, can I do this? If somebody just bar- bar- starts bombarding you with advice, it's not helpful. It's not helpful. It shuts you down. So I would just my, – my sort of thought process is more like I need to figure out – I need to process this before I can, like, open it up to other people. Right. But anyway, <clears throat> so all that to say that I'm sure that if – a miscarriage had happened to me or does happen to me, I would feel very differently. But I don't know. I'm just like the other part of me wanted to be like, listen, this is what's going on. And like, I've opened and I want everyone to know what happens. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that can be a whole other conversation someday. Um, so yeah, anyways, here we are. It is kind of nice to have people know because now I don't feel like I have to talk around it. Oh, you've had to talk around it so much. So much. I can't tell you how many times Claire and I have talked. I mean, thank God this is just a podcast and not, a video cast. Yeah. Where we'll be talking because and I like point to my ears. Claire, yeah, Claire's <laughs> like, like There have been some changes. I have kind of a lot on my plate. She's <laughs> like just pointing to yeah. her uterus. It's <laughs> like human in there. So anytime you've heard some pauses or some somewhat inside jokes, now you or know some, why. Some loaded comments. Yeah. They have been they have been they've been pregnant pauses. <laughs> Your face when you just made that was amazing. Yeah, I came you to You were so proud of yourself. I'm so proud of myself. Ugh. But yeah, like so many times, and especially because I haven't been at the gym that much, people are like, oh, it's new. And I'm like, oh, nothing. Yeah, like the first time you went to CrossFit J and you came yeah. to TJ. He was excited, he was actually. He was really excited. He, like, Claire texted me. She's like, his face. Yeah, she's like. It's like the most excited I've ever seen him. Yeah. That's amazing. He's like, really? And I told him right away because... I just felt like he needed to know. Yeah. If you're training with someone, like, well, and also because I found out, excuse me, I literally like that week. So I was like five, four or five weeks pregnant at this point. I went to go work out and it was wall balls. And I am notorious for sandbagging wall balls. And he gets, he rides me about it. Yeah. Because he knows. And that's fine. But like, I went up to him and I was like, I'm just telling you, like, I want to, I want you to know this because I'm going to sandbag the wall balls and I need you, I need you to know why. <laughs> And he was just like, oh, my God. Yeah, he was excited. He was like, really? Anyway, it was fun. Well, congratulations Yay. to you and Brandon. And Squishy. And We're Squishy. Calling squishy. Um, anyway. So we, we can talk <laughs> about what it's like been like to cross it. So, yeah, tell me. So. Tell our listeners. Tell everyone. <laughs> and, I'm, and I promise this will not turn into a pregnancy podcast. Maybe we'll do like one update every trimester. Yeah. Everyone wants to hear so about what's first, going on with you. The so first trimester. Who update. cares? You guys are going to have to deal. <laughs> so. We have a pregnant lady here. And if you are pregnant or thinking about getting pregnant and cross-sitting, maybe you'll find some advice. Or think, you know, this will help your expectations. So for me, my first trimester was actually really low-key, especially in terms of what I know a lot of people go through, and I'm very thankful for that. And I definitely have done my best not to take it for granted. When I first went on birth control when I was in high school, college, I got morning sickness just from the birth control pills. Mm. So I was so sure that I was going to get morning sickness being pregnant, and I didn't get any morning sickness. I got sick twice, a total of twice, and that had a lot more to do with just, like, I – very quickly found that I had to always be – I couldn't be hungry, but I also couldn't be full. Okay. So I just had to, like, snack throughout the day. But so, like, the two times that I got sick were because I ate – I, like, overate. And I got really bad heartburn, and it caused me to be sick. Like you barfed? Yeah, I barfed. 
And uh, Sorry, that's I just, right. I was curious. I, I did. I barfed. But only twice. And every day in like my fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth weeks, I was like, every day that I wake up and I don't throw up is a win. Yes. Because I just kept expecting it to happen and it never did. But it, along that vein of all the girls, and I was talking to Ilsa about this. Mm-hmm. Who's another gal at our gym who had a baby a couple months ago. Adorable. Super adorable. Of all the girls who I know, of all the women I know, who have who do CrossFit and have gotten pregnant, unless they had another underlying health issue, like a thyroid issue or something like that, they have not gotten really sick. And my theory is that when you're healthy and fit, your body has more of a margin of error. And so when your hormones start going crazy... <laughs> It ha- there's, like, more room for your body to deal with it before it sends you into overdrive. Mm-hmm. So that's my theory. Hmm. So I didn't get sick. Sounds good. But I did get really tired. That's been the biggest thing is that I've been, oh, yeah. like, Claire's texting me about her. Tired. Like, I think I texted you at noon on Sunday once, and you texted me at, like, 3 p.m., like, which normally te- Claire texts me back right away. And yeah. then she was like, I'm so sorry. I just took, like, a, me- a mega nap. Epic nap, I believe it was. Yeah. So I have been napping almost every day. Which has been great, and it's been awesome that my schedule allows for that because my yeah. day is, like, so – like, my classes are broken up so weirdly. Like, I always have a break in the middle of the day, and I have been taking at least an hour-long nap every day. Today, I didn't get to take it out, but I also didn't get up till 10. So, because I didn't have class until 4. But do usually – Do you think the um, – well, and you've been getting up really early, right? Yeah, I've been – so I've been waking up early, and then I can't go back to sleep, which is unusual for me. And then I take a nap in the middle of the day. So do you think do you think that donut debacle had to do with like pregnancy brain that you were donut debacle? When you forgot. Oh, and I forgot the donuts. I don't know. So here's my theory about pregnancy brain. I don't think pregnancy brain really exists except for the fact that when your like blood sugar is kind of wonky and you're tired, like that's gonna affect anybody's brain. Sure. But outside of that, like extra pregnancy brain fog, I don't think is a thing. Really? I think a lot of women are going to get mad at you for that. <laughs> Maybe it is. Maybe it gets to be a How thing about later. smells? I've heard your oh my smell gosh. is like, yes. oh, you can smell things from like I miles smell, away. Like, everything. Like if I'm in class and someone's putting on chapstick, I'm like. Oh, you got so mad at the oh guy eating onions. Oh my gosh, we onions. had onions. Yeah. There's a guy in my class and he had a sandwich with onions on it. I was, I was like, like, Claire, are you sure you don't? Why did you do that? She was so mad. She was like, this guy's eating onions. I'm like, are you sure it's not pregnancy nose? She's like, like he's so rude. I can't stand it. I don't even know. Here's the thing. He was so far away from me. I don't even know where he was in the classroom. <laughs> I'm like, he was even sitting right next to me or like anywhere even near me where I could see. Then, duh, I think that might have been, I, I don't, I can't smell. I'm not like a bloodhound. It was nose. so yeah. intense. Well, and it's... I've always had a strong sense of smell. <laughs> so it's gotten really so it's a lot like worse. Bionic woman. Yeah. And, and like, it begs the question, if we, if our bodies are physically capable of smelling that like intensely, why don't we all smell like that all the time? Because we wouldn't hook up with anyone. <clears throat> yeah. Because we'd never eat anything. Um, cause it would all smell rotten, which I think is why that's my theory to my evolutionary theory as to why pregnant women smell, sense of smell goes up is because your immune system lowers mm-hmm. to keep you. You have a lot of health theories. Yes. Because I, Where do you get all these? this is happening to my body. So I have to come up with them. <laughs> my theory is that because, and this is true, your immune system lowers and you're more susceptible to food poisoning, which is why you're not supposed to eat sushi or mm-hmm. lunch meat or soft cheeses, things that aren't pasteurized. Got it. So my theory is that your sense of smell heightens so that you can more acutely detect rotten food. Wow. That's my theory. Claire, why don't you just become a doctor? Yeah, like, great idea. Just, I don't know, I've had a hard enough time in environmental law, grad school. I don't think, like, I failed physics two times in, in, in college, and I got a D in chemistry, so Ugh. med school is not my future. Um, anyway. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> 
excuse me, allergies. I know. Still allergies. So Which talk- I can't take allergy medicine, by the way. Yeah. <sighs> mm-hmm. It's been the worst. Don't get pregnant in the spring. It's not worth not being able to take any histamines. <laughs> Dying. Yeah. Talk a little bit about, I asked you this on Saturday, talk a little bit about the things you can, or I should say, should or should not do in CrossFit. Okay. Or working out in general. Sure. So for me, this is for me, and I know that everyone is very different. And so like if you have a pregnant athlete or you are pregnant or you're going to get pregnant soon, take this with a grain of salt. And and, and P.S. we're not doctors. We're not doctors. So. This is just my personal experience. Yeah. So the first thing that happened to me, and this happened like week five, um, is that my I had a brief period of time where I couldn't go upside down. And the reason for that was that in the – really early weeks of your pregnancy, one of the first things that happens to your body is that your blood volume goes way up. And which is why pregnant ladies, even when even before they're big, get out of breath really quickly because you have a lot more blood to oxygenate. But what mm-hmm. it also means is that for like a couple of weeks, you can um, be really prone to dizziness and lightheadedness while your body kind of like, while your blood pressure sort of like re- recalibrates. recalibrates. And so I try to do How it. amazing is the body, by the way? Totally like, freaking amazing. It drives me... Like, I can't think about it because it freaks me out. My mind will explode. Yeah. It just... Mammals. Yeah. There's, a per, like, there's a bundle of cells in my body trying to become another human right now. Well, it is because I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's only like this big. Anyway. <clears throat> it's like a lemon right now. It's anyway, so, cute. so I saw it. Yeah, like, I know. It's got like a little nose. Yeah. Um. So anyway. Uh, so I tried to go upside down. I tried to do a handstand and I like... I was out for, not out, I didn't pass out, but, like, I had to sit down for, like, two or three minutes. Yeah. So, that would be my first advice is be really careful about going upside down. Any inversions, or okay. Or jumping a lot for the first couple of weeks just to kind of, until your body kind of recalibrates. The next thing that happened for me is that it, I got out, started getting out of breath really quickly. And, mm-hmm. like, I got I said, I texted about this. <clears throat> I got out of breath the other day eating a bowl of mac and cheese. Yeah, that was yesterday. Yesterday. It was yesterday. <laughs> oh, my God. In my defense... I couldn't breathe through my nose. So Okay, that's fair. It made it was Absolutely definitely fair. a contributing factor. Sure. But I got fully out of breath. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my god. This workout is so <laughs> mac hard. and cheese is so intense. It wasn't yeah. That was a that that's was some a big, good that's some good mac and cheese. That's though. a big milestone in my life. Yeah. <laughs> the mac and cheese marathon. Yeah, <laughs> I was eating with like one of those big wooden spoons, like <laughs> that's even the best. Yeah, just as much as you can think oh. about. Mac and cheese from a wooden spoon is the only way you should it eat totally mac and is. cheese. Like with, unless it's like a ladle. Anyway. <laughs> um, so the next thing was that I got started to get really out of breath. And like immediately. Like I would be walking my dog and be like, go on without me, Luna. <laughs> Just leave me here to die. I can't breathe. And, um, the, you know, they say that like. I've heard everything from like your heart rate shouldn't get above 140 beats per minute to like you shouldn't let yourself get beyond conversational to my chiropractor told me, which I like, is that any level of activity you had before, you should be able to sustain for as long as it feels normal. And the way that she described it, and I really like this. And doesn't as she a, specialize in prenatal? prenatal? Yeah, she's a prenatal chiropractor. So also, by the way, when I had that weird pelvis thing, that was what happened. Yes, by the way. Yeah. Is that... I, although what was I the pelvis thing again? It was like a muscle. So what happened was that I was in my car and I twisted around and I picked up my backpack out of the back seat. Yeah. And apparently twisting and lifting, and I'll get to this, is a big no-no when you're pregnant because of a hormone called relaxin, which I relaxes. Kinda... 
your ligaments and your tendons and your joints in order to like help your pelvis get ready to push a human out of it. I feel like I need to be in a classroom right now because you're just like yeah. You, I've like had all this time to like absorb all this information, yes, not be able to tell anyone, it's so now just, I get to like tell it's everybody. It's amazing, but I feel like like tell us more, teacher. <laughs> so relax, then, students. Anyway, so let's say it all together. Relax. In. It's yeah. It does exactly what it sounds like, which is helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, it. Um, Relaxes. relaxes your joints and your tendons, but it doesn't just relax the joints and tendons in your pelvis. It relaxes them all over your body. So you're not supposed to twist and lift because it can... Do you feel that? Do you feel relaxed? I feel, I feel more flexible. Okay. Like my squat has it has changed and stuff like that. Um, but so you're not supposed to twist and lift because of the same reason you're not supposed to twist and lift anything heavy is that it's really hard to like maintain a strong core, maintain that alignment while you're lifting. And it's especially like any weight can affect you when you're pregnant because of that extra elasticity in your joints. So what happened was that um, I probably already was a little bit, had a little bit of a weakness from that car accident I was in in October. Remember when I had that, or September Mm -hmm. when I had that back spasm. So probably that was already messing with it. Long story short, what ended up happening is that the muscles in my back pulled one side of my pelvis kind of out of whack with my sacrum. And so the other side of my back spasmed to try to keep it from going too much further, which basically made it so that my pelvis tilted up in the back and down in the front, which mm-hmm. which um, pulled a ligament in my pelvis. That just sounds painful. It was really painful. Yeah. It felt like I was being stabbed. Mm-hmm. So luckily I found a great chiropractor and she helped me, fi- she fixed it in like two sessions. But what she said was, you know, you're totally able and welcome to do anything that you used to do as long as it still feels normal while you're doing it. And that was like a light bulb moment for me where she was like, don't try new things because you don't know how your body's supposed to feel when they do that. But if you've been squatting, if you've been deadlifting, if you've been doing kipping pull-ups, you know, all these things that they tell you to be careful that they quote unquote, they tell you to be careful with. She's like, if you know how your body is supposed to feel when that happens, keep doing them unless your body starts to feel different. Mm-hmm. At which point, assess what feels different about this. Do I just need to go down and wait? Do I need to, you know, modify the movement? And that, to me, made a lot of sense. Because all these other, like, kind of arbitrary things, it's like, just maintain, you know, you can do whatever you did before. It's like, well, what if, A, I didn't do anything before? Or, B, I was, like, an Ironman triathlete before? Or, like, just keep it to a conversational pace. Like, well, what does that even mean if you get out of breath walking your dog? Right. So, I definitely have had to take a lot more breaks, which ha- has been hard. Um, and we'll get into that in a second. Oh, Scott's outside. Oh, I know. Um, <laughs> He's so funny. He totally wants to have an episode where it's just him and Brandon talking about us. I think that's a great plan. They could totally do that. Um, I'll get to, yeah, I'll get to how this has like changed my, I'm sorry that this entire episode is just me talking, by the way. It's, you're pregnant. <laughs> I know, like, but this I is feel a huge like, deal. I don't know. I feel like it's a big deal. And then I also feel like it's just my life, but yeah. It's um, your life. Yeah. So. That has so that was the the next big thing was no lifting and no twisting and lifting, so like I can do like ch- like trunk twists I can do like PVC around the world, but I would probably stop at weighted like I wouldn't do weighted Russian twists, um I wouldn't I might like hang from the bar and twist mm-hmm. that probably would be okay, um but yeah her like my chiropractor's biggest thing was like you know we always tell pregnant ladies especially ones with toddlers who they're like picking up a lot right like oh, really yeah, yeah, make yeah. sure that you're you have a stable spine before you pick them up um which is kind of something you know a cue that we give in CrossFit all the time is like 
make sure you have that. Right. You know, but especially when now right. that your body's almost like, let's relax. And you're like, I need to stay tight. Exactly. It's like you're you working to, against it. Yeah. Right. You have to make, do be that much more intentional with yeah. having that good alignment. Hmm. Um, some other things that I've noticed. Is it kipping or laying on your stomach? Yeah. So I could lay on my stomach until like I, I demoed a Superman at CrossFit like probably two weeks ago, but I wouldn't be able to do that now. Um, is it just really uncomfortable? I feel like I can feel my uterus. Ugh. Yeah. Like I can, it feels like, so the phases were like, nothing is different about my body. I just feel tired. And that was kind of frustrating because it was like, I want to like look pregnant. Yeah. But then it was, now I'm in the phase of like, I don't look pregnant, but I also like don't look the way I used to. Mm -hmm. So now I just feel like I look chubby, Mm -hmm. which has been hard. Yeah. And it's been hard for me to like be okay as like kind of silly and superficial as this sounds. I know I'm growing a human. Like I know there's, if there's ever a point in your life to like let your body change, it's now. Not only that, but I have no control over what's happening. Right. But I think that's what makes it hard is like I spent the last three years really, and you know, even before that, really like focusing on trying to be in shape. Mm-hmm. And then now all of a sudden I like can't run a 400 without wheezing, gasping for air. I, you know, I'm gaining weight. So I'm losing my pull-ups. I'm losing that kind of stuff. And I feel you know, like I look bigger and like, it's just as hard to be like, to be okay with that. I'm pretty sure you're not alone with that sentiment. Yeah. Well, and I also feel bad, like, I don't know. I have, I have some friends and I like follow a couple of bloggers and I know of people, you know, in the cross in our girls in our community who have had a hard time getting pregnant. And part of me feels selfish for feeling that way and being like, I shouldn't complain. Right. It's so easy for me to get pregnant. But on the other hand, it's like, well, you know what? This is how I feel. And I'm not going to like, yeah. I'm not going to. It's your journey that. and you can't compare to others. But yeah, that's just, it's just, been, it's, it, it's not, you're not. You're not saying that you wish you weren't. You're no. just saying this is it's hard for you to kind of Yeah, it's that's see a, it's, this transition with your it's body. It's something that I wasn't expecting yeah. for sure. Yeah. And the hardest thing about it was that at first I just got real bloated. Mm-hmm. And that was hard because I just felt gross all the time. Yeah, and you now, said you felt like you ate like a Thanksgiving dinner every day. Yeah, and like yeah. I someone was like trying to hug me. I was like, Why well, just go away? <laughs> and like Brandon would try to snuggle and be like, Don't. I haven't pooped in like three days. <laughs> I just don't want it to be touched. Like, I feel disgusting. And so now that, like, it's actually a little bit more, like, starting to be, like, a little bit more baby and a little bit less just gas. Yeah. It feels a little bit better. But it still just is, like, I just still look like I ate too much for dinner. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's been interesting. And But my boobs have gotten really big. Yes, they have. Well, in, in, our, this is in our land. This is big boobs for me. <laughs> I'm still wearing sports bras. Um... But, but that yeah. picture that you posted on Saturday of us lifting, you're like, look, I have cleavage. Cleavage. It's going to be great at my wedding when I had to wear three bras. Um, well, you did have a boob job at one point. I did so have a boob job look, at one point. You did experience cleavage. And it's true. And, yeah. And having that, it's kind of funny, actually, because that experience gives me hope that I won't get bad stretch marks because I didn't get stretch marks. But I was also 19, so things yeah. have changed. Yeah. Does your um, mom have stretch marks? No. My doesn't. mom doesn't either. So, and that makes sense. I've heard that, like, it's genetic. Like, if you're wrong, then you won't. But I do have stretch marks on my legs. I do, too. And my hips. Yeah, me, too. Okay. Well, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) Only time will tell. Um, So, yeah, I can't lay on my belly. Or I can, like, lay. Like, if I do, like, a burpee, I could, like, go down. But, like, I can't do a Superman. Where, like, all your your weight weight is, is right Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I very recently... uh, I don't want to say lost the ability to kip because I could still physically kip, but it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Because like now, so there's this thing called your round ligament, which attaches your uterus to the bottom of your pelvis. 
to your pelvic floor or to like somewhere in your pelvis. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it like runs or it feels like it runs on the out, like kind of right on the inside of your hip bones. Mm-hmm. And um, so once your uterus starts growing, they, those ligaments stretch and they're not really meant to stretch quickly. They're meant to stretch very slowly. So a lot of people get called very originally round ligament pain, which is what I was texting you about this morning, Yeah. which is when you like cough or sneeze or laugh or roll over too quickly, you get a sharp pain. Yeah. And that's like that ligament stretching. In the, in it feels like you're, it's really like, it's intense. Ow. And, uh, and so I, I'm, I've been starting to get that when I'm kipping. So I can still kip a tiny bit, but I can't like get all the way through. Like I couldn't do, I wouldn't be able to do like toes to bar or something yeah. where you really have to kip through at the bottom. Um, and that's really it though. Other than just like really keeping it like. Are you feeling like slow. working out though? See, that's like are you thing. just like tired and you're just kind of letting yourself just be yeah. and my, relax? My first trimester, which it feels, you know, it was like, I'm like a, half a week out of that. So it feels, you know, it's like back in my first trimester. Um, so long The ago. first couple of months, I really didn't feel like working out. And mm-hmm. I kind of just was okay. Like I kind of just tried to honor that. And there were definitely some days where I was like, you know what? I know I'm going to feel better if I go. And I did. Yeah. But there were also days where I was like, if I have an extra hour, I am freaking taking a nap. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not going to the gym. I am going to bed. <laughs> and that was great. And, uh, I have, you know, I've tried, I think I've tried to work out. I think so far I've been able to go at least twice a week. Yeah. That's not bad. No, it's not bad. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I read something that I really liked. When I first was looking up, like, how to exercise or what, what, how, you know, what can you do? And um, the, like, little quote she said was, if you knew you were going to run a marathon in nine months, you would start training. Labor is significantly in more intense, significantly longer than a marathon. So why not, why would you not start training your body for it? And, you know, not to say that you need to go run, like, a 30-hour endurance race, but, like, there are definitely things you can do. Like squatting is huge. Yep. It's like the best thing you can do for your pelvic floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like, I don't know. I'm really optimistic that, like I've been reading some stuff about natural childbirth and I don't know what I want to do. Like it's all so far away. Yeah, so this, is like, where, but, this is where people need to not give her advice. Yeah. That's like the part is, where I'm like, This you know is what? where we need to do the public service announcement of this is not, we don't need advice from you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. I value your opinion, but not on what comes out of my vagina. Yeah, please, and please how. refrain. <laughs> we love you, but no. Um, <laughs> and so I've been reading some stuff about it, and one of the things is like talks about how we're just too quick to ask for pain medication in our lives, mm-hmm. and it's like how often are you really do you really allow yourself to be in pain? And I was like, you know what, actually, kind of a lot. Yeah, like, I cross like, it <laughs> like all the time. Like yeah. I'm like you're constantly dealing with like fear and pain. Yeah, and you're just ma- and you're learning how to manage it. Yeah, and so in that sense, I'm pretty optimistic that like my CrossFit experience will at least like mentally like give me you know it's like okay like no obviously it's not gonna be like, I know but I'm like I know but I'm like yeah but it's like you know I feel like okay if I can't I, imagine well no I know <laughs> but I feel like you know if I can do fight gone bad mm-hmm. you know it's like maybe that'll give me some tiny little bit of help you know if i'm like right. in the middle of a contraction it's like listen hey, this only gonna last one more minute we're prepared for everything yeah so including you're childbirth just, yeah including childbirth so we'll see but um maybe not and i'm like i may just be like but that's, the drugs yeah that's, that's your choice and that's your choice and you'll get there and you'll decide right yeah. so but i i am optimistic that like you know when i was reading that i was like you know what? actually like i feel like i'm kind of used to being to like not being in pain but like letting myself be uncomfortable yes so yeah and women are freaking strong as hell <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> huh. 
Um, yeah. Let's see. What else? Are, do you have names yet? You don't have to tell us, but do you guys... Oh, you guys are fighting on names, aren't you? So, we have a boy name picked out already, let's but... To, let's, let's talk about marriage hacks after oh my we gosh. get to the names, <laughs> Claire and I were talking about marriage hacks earlier, and it's the funniest thing in the world, and we can't wait to hear what your marriage hacks are, because they're probably hilarious. Oh my gosh. Everyone has them, but first, let's totally. start with, if you have names. Uh, um, so, we, we talk about names all the time, and we are going to find out whether it's a boy or a girl, but they... Can't tell you until. Oh my gosh, you're finding out. No, just, oh my gosh, people are like, do you want it to be a surprise? I'm like, it's still gonna be a surprise. Yeah. Come on, you guys. It's gonna be a surprise. I can't believe I can you're finding out. That's like so not natural. No, I'm finding <laughs> out for sure. Like, I feel like there's so many unknowns. Oh like, my why gosh. Why would you not find out everything you I find out? Yes. Which, like, if I don't know, it's tell definitely me. a very personal choice, but I feel like it's going to help me mentally prepare a lot yeah, more. Yeah, agreed. So we have a boy name picked out, and it was like right away we're like, yep, that's a great boy name. Yeah. And then the girl name started to we started talking about girl names. And it turns out we have very different tastes in girl names. And Brandon would say one, and I'd be like, "That you're joking. It felt like when Ross and Rachel are trying to come yes. up with things. And she's like, I like James. And, she, and he's like, oh, yeah. And, she, and, he's, and Rachel goes, but only for a girl. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Totally. That's totally. how it's felt. Um, not that oh he likes. Oh, my gosh. I, I, like, love, I love his girl names. Like, I, I'm not going to say them, but it's just. It's, they're just so, like, 90s. 80s. They're so nice. 80s. They're like. <laughs> <laughs> they're so, so and it's so cute that he likes them. Yeah, I know. Like, they're so like really? like early nineties suburban then, like anything with an e at the end. Yeah, like a, something e. Yeah, exactly. Like anything. It's very e. Yeah, very like. Uh, and I'm just like, well, I mean, those wouldn't be like my last choice. <laughs> you know, like there's nothing wrong with them, and mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who are named things like that who I love. But it's just not what I would pick. And he also is really sensitive to the fact that our last name is spelled not the way that it's pronounced. Or it's pronounced differently than how it's spelled. And I'm like, well, first of all, whose fault is that? But so he's like, only, he's very, like, only wants to, to pick names that are very obvious that they're spelling and their pronunciation. I'm no like, everyone one. has no, to spell their name. Everyone. I thought for sure. So my maiden name was Zara. And everyone pronounces Zara, everyone spelled it different ways. And I was like, oh, I'm marrying a parish. It's going to be so much easier. I'm not going to have to spell it. I'm like, oh, it's two R's. P-A-R-R-I-S-H. And people spell it P-E-R-I-S-H or P-A-R. And I'm like, oh, n- nothing's going to be solved. You have to spell Nothing. anything. Like, yeah. I, my last name used to be Hay, and yeah. I had to spell it. Right. H-A-Y. Right. And there's no S. There's no E. And like my, like my first name, probably 80% of the times people spell it C-L-A-I-R. Mm-hmm. But I'm not offended by that. Right. Like, it's just, you know, whatever. That's just whatever. And I'll just say Claire with an E. Or they'll say, oh, the, you know, Claire with an I and an E. Sometimes it's C-L-A-R-E. That's really a lot less common. But it's just like everyone has this. If you're on the phone with someone and they ask for your name, you no matter what your name is, your name could be John Smith. And you're going to have to spell that because they're going to want to know, does the John have an H? Is it J-O-N? Yep. Because I, I was and, texting you that. E? I'm like, if, if it's John Smith... Then you're good. I was like, wait a minute. No, there's like a million ways to spell John. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. So it's like. Did you see the Starbucks thing where they were purposely misspelling people's names? If they were douches? I post. I, no. Just oh, in general. Like just it was like, this whole like Starbucks goof that I don't know if it was like around April Fool's or whatever. But uh-huh. they had this whole thing of um, all the baristas were spelling people's names differently. And so like I posted one on mine because I got I got yeah. one. So I was excited about it. Um, but on my Instagram, and it's spelled it J-O-I. Uh-huh. And I was at first, I was like, uh-oh. Because how else can you spell it? Yeah, with an E. But it was funny. I was yeah. like, oh, that's so brilliant of them. Because 
everyone's going to be posting pictures of it. Like, yeah, ha look how they spelled my name. Social media. Yeah, see? So she <laughs> yeah. could have, so, he or she could have social media. Right. Anyway, but it's Brandon, his whole life has has had to deal with people thinking his name is Brendan. Uh, that's because he mumbles when he pronounces his name. Right. He's like, Brendan. <laughs> Like, what? Brendan? No, Brandon. Oh, well, just, you should just say that. Like, when I say it, no one wonders if his name is Brendan. You're just saying it wrong. So, anyway, Did that's been our, like, big... Sex and the City episode where, uh, you didn't watch Sex and the City, did you? Really? I, like, kind of did, but it was a little bit before. It was, like, one or two years before my time. Like, I was in, like, I was kind of in high school when Sex and the City was out, and it, so it was, like... There's just this episode. It makes me think of this one scene, and I cannot remember this girl's name, but Mr. Big is dating this model, mm-hmm. and he, they introduce her to Carrie at, like, this club, and, like, this is Simone or something, and, right. she, and she's, like, to Carrie, she goes, the Y is silent, and Carrie's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, like, in 30 Rock, where she's, like, his and, and when Alex Baldwin is asking Tina Fey about her new boyfriend, when she starts dating Chris, and he's, like, uh... Asked, asked what his name is. Anyway, long story short, she's like, no H and two S's. <laughs> like, we're not going to be those people. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. I'm just like, Brandon, everybody. You can't get around you it. You can't get around it. You're going to have to spell your name. And they're going to have to spell their last name anyway. So like, you, you might know, as well have to spell both names. Totally. So that's been like, but know, so we kind of have stopped talking about it for now because yeah. we're like, we're just going to wait till we find out because if it's a boy, there you problem go. solved. Oh my gosh. And then so much way, easier. And like, we have a couple names on the table for sure. So it's like, we're not just starting from scratch, but like. Even at that point, you know, you find out at 20 weeks, like, you still have five months to go. That's not enough time. Oh, yeah. To, to, to whittle it down. Yeah. And some people like to meet the child first and then That, I think, is hilarious. Really? Because you're not like, you're not down with that? Maybe if it's, like, between two names and you're like, is it going to be, you know, Katie okay. or Emma? Like, yeah. Does it, you know, like, and then you hang out for, for like, a day? Well, because my name was changed after I was born. Really? Yeah. I thought you told me that story recently. I have told you that story. Okay. I was Jan. That's right, Jan. Then I was changed to Joy. Yeah, you're not a Jan. No. That's, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe newborn infants have more personality than I maybe. do. Maybe. But they just seem like baked potatoes. <laughs> That's going to be the title of this episode, Newborns are Baked Potatoes. <laughs> Claire's a baked potato. Claire's baking a potato. <laughs> I do love baked potatoes. I know though. you do. I so, saw that. Real quick, let's talk about cravings because oh, yeah, something amazing so has happened. What's oh, so funny? Your cravings. What? Oh, crowded cheese. And freaking lettuce? Oh, yeah. Okay, so the two biggest things I've been craving are cottage cheese and lettuce without, <laughs> and salad without dressing, which is known to most people as raw lettuce. <laughs> but just like big chunks of like romaine heart. <laughs> or like I had, an, I had an iceberg wedge salad the other day and it was so good. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just want crunchy water. <laughs> And I'm super hydrated, so it's not going to be hydrated. And I'm like, taking crap tons of multivitamins. I don't think it's my body's like cry for vitamin you, M or when whatever. When you showed up Saturday to, to Haven's gym, you had this tub of cottage cheese, and she's like plops on the ground, just starts shoveling cottage cheese in her mouth. She's like, cottage cheese. <laughs> so, but I'm not lactose intolerant right now. Oh. My lactose intolerance has temporarily been suspended by Squishy. Amazing. Apparently that's a thing. Thanks, baby. Thanks, baby. Yeah, I can eat dairy now. Oh it's amazing. Gosh. And I have been super craving cottage okay. cheese. Like, I go through, like, a tub of cream. cottage cheese every yeah. other day. It's amazing. Um, and I've been craving, yeah, raw lettuce and anything lemon or coconut flavored. And especially Noosa. <laughs> That's such a move. But, like, uh, and I've been drinking a lot of LaCroix, but mostly because I can't drink beer. Um, and then I haven't been, 
Like, I can't stand the thought of raw egg yolks. Eggs. Yeah. Like, scrambled eggs are okay, but I can't do, like, even hard-boiled eggs. So, just when the yolk is separate. I know. Separate, I offered I you one, and you were like, like no. <laughs> But, like, sunny-side-up eggs and the yolk is separate, I can't do it. Or Indian food or Thai food or any, like, ethnic food that has a lot of, like, complex flavor. I just want bland food. Yeah. Anyway, so there you have it. Trimester one in a nutshell. Woohoo! I didn't get sick. I didn't. I wanted cottage cheese, and I couldn't do Superman's. Yeah. But yeah, Squishy's coming. Squishy's on the way. I like the hashtag join Claire and Squishy. <laughs> Those announcements were adorable. They were fun. We did. Uh, well, because we had, we were gonna. I was gonna wait even a little bit longer, but then we got a, had gotten a, another ultrasound that day, and I was like, you know what? We did the neck fat test. Mm-hmm. It was normal. Normal amounts of neck fat. But there's this test they can do now where they measure the – it's called the nuchal translucency. <laughs> they measure the amount of fluid behind your baby's head or behind your baby's neck to, like, apparently if it has a lot of fluid, it can be an indicator for Down syndrome. Anyway, we had normal amounts of fluid. But really, it's just an excuse to get another ultrasound because <laughs> otherwise you only get one at, like, your first appointment to make sure there's only one baby or to see how many babies there are going to be. <laughs> and then – To make sure there's only one. Whoops, there's five. Yeah, that's how we – I was like, my – well, this is a little bit TMI, but, like, my – I don't really know if I want to talk about my, my uterus, actually, but... It's okay. You don't have to. Uh, you, can there back, were, you can back out of that. Yeah. There were some reasons we thought there might be more than one, mm-hmm. and so I was like, <laughs> It's okay. My mom found out that she was having twins because they didn't have the technology back yeah. then, mm, two weeks before she delivered. Oh, my grandma found out she was having twins after she delivered the first one. Great. They were like, I think there's still another baby in there. <laughs> can you imagine? Nope. No, that'd be awful. Um, <laughs> that would be awful. <laughs> not just not gonna. Yeah, my mom was like, "Oh my gosh, what if you're having twins?" I was Wait, like, what no. about your mom? When she like she knew she knew because I was IVF. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, which is also why we didn't know how long it was gonna take me to get pregnant because my mom had oh, fertility problems. Yep. Okay. Which apparently we're not genetic. <laughs> thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, I'm so yes, thankful I didn't yeah, have your idea. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. So my mom knew that was she was having two. Um, anyway. Oh, I'm so excited. Babies. I'm so excited. I wonder if your baby's going to have red hair. I really hope it does. It's going to be so cute. It's going to be so pale. Well, it's going to be so cute because it's yours and Brandon's child. I'm pretty but... ho- pretty much hoping that it just inherits all of Brandon's height. Yeah. And all of his endurance skills. And okay. then it gets my wit and vocabulary. No. <laughs> I just... And not... I want it Not to be... Brandon's packing skills. No. I can't even... Does Brandon listen to the podcast? Because <laughs> I should have said no, sometimes. He knows that I don't. Well, to be in my defense, in his defense, in his defense, I have overdeveloped packing skills because my par- I had my parents had joint custody. Right. So he has, like, average packing skills. It's just that I have above average packing skills. Yeah. And, and yet again, put them together. you and Maritax. Scott. Yeah. Maritax. So Claire and I were talking about Maritax earlier because we're like, I don't know. I, that's why I was like, does Brandon listen to this? Because yeah. if Scott listened to this, he'd be like, why did you say that. But he doesn't listen to the podcast, so I can get away Brandon with it. Brandon hasn't listened in a long time, so yeah. he might one day hear this, but it'll be it'll be far enough out. You and you and Scott are the same with with packing because he's the travel pro. So anytime I travel, it's yeah. like, oh, you know, let me help you with that. And then he comes along and like swoops in and like, tells me what to pack, and I'm like, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> um, which usually he's always right, and so then I ended up just having to put my tail between my legs, but. Um, <laughs> What well, was the but one he has overdeveloped packing skills too because, because he, travels he travels constantly all the time. Yeah. But yeah, it's just really funny. So it's not that you're a bad packer, Joy. It's just mm. that he has a lot of experience. Yeah, that's true. But every time we do travel, I just shut my mouth and 
Just deal with it. Just deal with it. <laughs> and I just, the whole trip too, because we have to, you know, park in a certain parking spot and go in a certain security. Yeah. Oh ridiculous. yeah. No, oh, I gosh. don't have that. Oh my gosh. Um, well, which one were you talking about today? Uh, oh. just now? Yeah. No, the one where I come home and yeah. so when Scott's home, he works. And by the way, like we love our husbands dearly. So this is like a funny this is not at all to like bash on them at all. No. Because it's it's, it's pretty it's hilarious like, and marriage is freaking hilarious and It's like funny sometimes and... you just need to normalize the fact that like everyone has these little annoyances and you just deal with them and yes. you talk about them and you move on. And then you move on. And and these are those. Yes. <laughs> and so when Scott's working from home and he works from home a lot because when he's not traveling, his office is here. So whenever I come home, he's like... I mean, he's been working hard all day, but he's yeah, like he's the housewife who's like ready to talk to someone. Like other communication. Yeah. yeah. So I walk through the door and he's like, you know, telling me about his day. And then the gutter guys came by and they fixed the gutters and da 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 da. And I, I feel so bad that I did this. <laughs> but this is a marriage hack. And he was like, I'm going to go on a run, but blah, 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 blah. He's like talking, talking, talking. And I just like, it's, I feel rude. I like walk to the bedroom and like uh. thinking he's following me and he's not but then I can hear him kind of like still talking to me and then I just like go in the bathroom and shut the door <laughs> <laughs> and then I can see and then I can and then he like comes around the corner I can hear him <laughs> I can hear him like oh uh. she's in the bathroom and then he goes out and he goes on this run and I was like yes <laughs> dash it so that happens to me it's so, so Joy texted me and told me that and I was like oh my gosh that happens to me too and here's how I deal with it but let me let me just say like when I come home I just need like 10 minutes yeah, of silence I just need I need to transition I've been hearing people's stories all day all day like trauma and so I just come, I need to come in I need to I need to arrive in my yeah. house <laughs> and and he comes at me with all this stuff and I'm like cannot compute all <laughs> that information I like went and hid in the bathroom yeah <laughs> Turn on the fan. Nothing. Fine. Five more minutes. <laughs> I do a lot of long trips to the bathroom sometimes. <laughs> just, just what is she doing? <laughs> I tell Brandon, um, I really want to hear about your day, but I'm just not in a good mental space right now. So can we talk about it? And like, you know, I'm just like, I'm tired. I just walked in the door and I was in traffic. And like, can we just talk about it in like 20 minutes? And then, and he says yes. And then he forgets. <laughs> The best marriage. <laughs> and then I don't have to listen to it. Like 10% of the time he remembers. And I figured like 10% of the time I can put up with it. But yeah. like 90% of the time he forgets. Yeah. And I do that too. Like most of the time I'm like, can I just have five minutes? Yeah. And then today for some reason I was just like, I had like a window to just run to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't mean it mean. I was just like, no, this is all I need to do to function right now. It's it's all I could think of right yeah. in the moment. I was like, okay, this is a marriage hack. <laughs> I feel like we were just talking about another one too the other day. Oh, it was so funny. I think you... Were we talking about packing? No, I don't know if I was packing. Well, because when I was talking about River Trip, Brandon was like, you need to bring... He's like, are you bringing your rain pants? I'm like, I don't have rain pants. <laughs> Every time I go anywhere, he's like, did you pack your rain pants? I'm like, why would I? No, why would I need rain pants? <laughs> I'm going to the middle of the desert. Under no circumstances am I going to need rain pants. Don't let me forget, but the one that you were talking about, so I have one about clothes, right? And then you have one about <laughs> when he was sick. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're right. That's the one we were talking about. Oh. So, first of all, if you're a man listening to this podcast... And you're, you ever have a wife who gets pregnant, 
you're not allowed to complain about anything no. for like at least a year. No. Everything that you're going maybe through. Maybe two years. <laughs> yeah. Maybe longer if there's more than one kid or like she has trouble breastfeeding or you have a colicky baby. Because anything that you're going through, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not, it cannot, like, your wife is probably yeah. going through the same thing while also growing a human. Yeah. You just don't get to. And <laughs> there's the marriage just, rule. Yeah, you just don't get to. I don't even have to explain it. It's just like how the other night Brandon was asking me what I want for dinner and he kept suggesting things. I was like, no, no. He's like, why not? I was like, I can't tell you why not. I just don't want that. So he had really bad allergies and it's been bad and I should have been probably more sympathetic, but he had gone like the whole night kind of just like being really um, lethargic and like not really engaging and so fine. And he, and he can take allergy medicine yeah. and, I, and I can't. That's the other reason you can't complain is that all your wife is allowed to take is like Tylenol for everything. <laughs> um, so he's in bed. He went out and bought an air purifier, which sounds like a lawnmower. In our, it's like the size of like a tissue box. It's tiny. And he put it on the other side of the room because it's the only place where there's a plug. So I'm like, it's probably not even doing anything. Like if it's on your bedside table, maybe. But it's like the other side of the room. And he's laying on the bed on his back. And he does this thing that drives me insane. And he knows it drives me insane because I tell him. He takes toilet paper and he, sh- he like wads it up and he sh- puts it up his nostrils. So he's just sitting there with these little toilet paper tails. Like hey, tampons. Like, you know, like tampons. I'm like, Brandon, I can't. And he's like, it just keeps me from sniffing. Like, you look ridiculous. It drives me insane. So he's laying there on his back like moaning with these tissue tampons shoved up his nose. And I like made some snarky remark. And he was like, I just feel like you're just being really insensitive and I'm just sitting here trying to tough this out and I it was the closest I've ever come to laughing in his face I literally was laughing I was like turned away I was like oh. and he's so sensitive <laughs> yeah exactly he's so sensitive but if you would have laughed yeah, you would have been like, been like oh, really upset but he was like, this is you toughing it out you're laying here moaning after like an entire oh, evening of like best. Oh my, oh my gosh, I can't like, tell you how many times when Scott said something to me and I've tried, it's super, like super serious, but I've actually laughed out loud and I I had to, I don't know how, I mean, some act of God, I played it off as like, I was like a joke or yeah, something, like but laughing. I totally, totally have oh done that gosh. before where I'm like, <laughs> it's like so serious yeah. and they're so serious and rarely does it get like serious like that. So it's right. really funny. Um, yeah, he was sick a couple weekends ago with allergies, and he was just, like, laid out in bed all day, yeah. laying on the floor, blowing his nose, and then he has to, like, tell me the progress of his cold. <laughs> like, now it's, a, he always goes, I get a tickle in my throat, I know what that means, and I'm like, oh my god, stop. <laughs> Here we go. You're not gonna get a sick again, and he'll be like, oh, now it's in my throat, now it's in my nose, now, oh, it's moving to my chest, it must be moving, and I'm like, do you, like, is that a thing? too because it's totally like a universal man thing it I is. feel like so many all the guys are like this and then he'll try to think of where he could have gotten it from <laughs> and then I'm like D- I wonder if I got it from the plane do you think I got it from and I'm like I, I this, <laughs> Brandon's always like there's something going around in the unit I'm like oh my god you work at a children's hospital <laughs> I don't know what to tell you and then my last thing is whenever I get dressed yeah since Scott's like such a clothes horse he will, or anytime really, like whenever I'm putting on a pair of shorts or sh- shoes or, or socks or so- anything, and like maybe he'll see that I like have a hole in my sock or whatever. But like this morning, he'll always suggest that I might need something. <laughs> so like 
So <laughs> this is like the what's the plan for this? What's the, what are we doing? What are yeah. we doing with this? <laughs> he said that the the other day to me. I'm like, I don't say that. You say that. <laughs> oh, um, but like this morning, so this outfit I have on is kind of like what I wore to work, give or take yeah. some pieces. And uh, he looked at me. He's like, you look really nice today. You could use a you could use a navy blazer. <laughs> it was like. I don't need a navy blazer because, like, the second I would say, yeah, I do, he would go like, out and buy me one. one. And, like, things like that all the time. Or, like, he, he's always looking at, like, Nike and all the shoes and, like, workout gear. And he'll pull up, like, a pair of awesome workout pants. Right. Which any workout pants, you guys, that you've seen me wear and on Instagram and you're like, where did you get those? My husband probably bought them for me on Nike because that's <laughs> all he does. He'll show me all the time. Come look at this. And he'll show me. You need these pants, don't you? Do you need another pair of pants? Do you need another pair of shorts? And I'm like, I don't need Sure. I need so many more pairs of pants and shorts. Yeah. Yeah. That's so amazing. funny. So I, so I, it's really mean, but now sometimes they're like, come here. I'll be like, he's like, I have to show you something. I'll be like, no. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. Thanks. Uh, oh, husbands. That's all I've been texting lately. Oh, husbands. Oh, husbands. Okay. So we have some exciting news. We are getting new equipment. Yeah. We got new equipment. We got new, new recording equipment. We went to the Guitar Center. No, it no, wasn't. we it didn't. Was like go to drum, drum City. And it was terrifying. It felt like we were in a different world. A different like world. Wayne's World. We were in a scene. The guy who owned world. the place legitimately looked like one of the road crew from Wayne's World. He had like yep. long, frizzy hair and he was wearing a button down shirt. And I was like, he was like, got his shirt tucked. I was like, are you? Did, okay. Yeah, we walked in and I was like, we're here to. Look at microphones. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what Everyone else is like playing drums and there's a cute little teenage kid in the back playing a guitar. The guy who helped us was adorable. Yeah, he was totally He adorable. was really nice to us, so thank you. Um, but yeah, so in the next couple weeks, our sound is going to be a lot better and something we've been wanting to do for a long time. I'm so Yay. excited. And we're going to be doing another accountable eating challenge slash a really cool way to get into our group. <laughs> But maybe not so focused on food because we might need to not take yeah, that we're, angle. We're trying to come up with a way to do an accountable eating challenge that doesn't go back on our every conversation we've had with Natalia and Lisa about how food choices should not be black and white. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk to them probably and come up, try to come up with something for you guys. So we're planning on having it start the sometime in the first week of May. So keep an eye out on Facebook and we'll talk about it more on the podcast coming up. Um. But yeah, probably trying to come up with a way where it's more structured to like help shape your long-term eating choices rather than, I mean, it'll still be like a, like a 21 day challenge to kind of get you kicked off, but hopefully it'll be a little bit more educational about like kind of your better versus your best versus your not great choices as opposed to like, you can eat this, but you can't eat that. Um, but more than anything, it's mostly just a way for you guys to be a part of this hilarious and amazing secret Facebook group that we have with all yeah. of our challenge participants. It really is amazing. It's the best. Eddie, it's like basically like, it's pretty much what Facebook should be. Like right. People who... Only things you want to read. Only Yeah, only things you want to read. Only posting occasionally with like people who you actually care about their opinion. Correct. So it's pretty great. Yeah, it's amazing. And you know, we do charge for this challenge, but think of it too as a way of supporting the podcast if you're kind of on the fence about doing it. Um, and that's kind of a shameless plug only because we just spend much money on new Yeah, we spend, we got, we got a lot of equipment to pay for. So <laughs> if you are thinking about doing the challenge, just think of it too, as it's supporting us. And if you love this podcast, we never will ask you for money outright. Um, 
Because, where you're not getting something back. Right, when you're, where you're not getting something back. And so we've this talked is about a that. Nice we've considered to... doing like a, a Kickstarter and Indiegogo, and we just like can't come to terms with feeling like we're getting money for nothing. And I mean, right. I guess the podcast itself is free, but like, yeah. that's the whole point. Yeah, and you know, we, we don't love doing make, it. Yeah, yeah, we love we doing it. We've always, yeah. You feel like you owe us something. Yeah. Um, this has always been something we've done as a project of love. And, and it's, which is love. also why we don't have sponsors because, I mean, we, we do have Kill Cliff, um, who's. A more hands-off sponsor, which is great, actually. But, you know, the people constantly, I don't know if they ask you, but people constantly ask me, they're like, oh, have you guys tried to get sponsors? And it's like, we probably right. could, but then it wouldn't be just for us and for you guys anymore. It would yeah. be another agenda. And, you know, no matter how, like, small that contribution was, it would still feel like now we're doing this for somebody else. Yeah. And it might evolve to that at some point when it feels right, but I think for now we're just kind of staying with that philosophy. Yeah. So, but as far as the food challenge goes, I think it's a nice way to to, to join the community, the the online group, and just to have that support. And again, we don't really know exactly what it's going to look like in terms of eating, and it might just be a little more just support of adding good things to your life. I don't know, but yeah, doing um, little like mini challenges throughout the twenty days. Yeah, but if the if the cost is like deterring you or anything like that, just keep that in mind too. It really is something we're looking to get a little bit of support for the new equipment we just bought, and we would really well, appreciate and also, it. In the past, our biggest reason for um, charging for it has been to help keep you accountable. You sure. Know, it's like if you That's if, very true. Yeah. You know, it's like even when we first started, you know, the first challenge we did before we were necessarily trying to you know, monetize anything or, you know, before we were trying to fund anything or do anything like that was just like, we feel like if people just click a button and sign up, they don't feel invested versus if you do have even just a small entry fee, yeah. you have a much more, um, you're much more personally invested in it and it sets you up for more success. Yeah. But I can't stress enough how great that group is. It's hilarious. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. So that's all we got. We got a pregnant girl. Yay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> totally crazy. But yeah, I promise that not all our podcasts from now will be about being pregnant. But it, it is can nice be to, though because is, you're life, and well, we can talk about whatever we want to. It is just nice to feel like I don't have to not talk about it. Yes, anymore. that's a good thing. Everyone just sent you such great well wishes, so thank you Yay. again just for supporting us along our lives and our journey. And we feel like we know you guys as well. I know a lot of people will write us saying we. I feel like I know you. Um, and we feel the same. So despite the fact that occasionally it does feel like we're just sitting here talking. I I was just going to say that it does feel like sometimes we have like one listener. Um, but that's, we're just going to stay ignorant because I feel like if I actually knew how many people listened, I would would probably be living in a hole in a cave, but (laughs) in a hole in a cave. Yeah. Like deep down in a hole in a hole. Wow. That's a lot. (laughs) Joy does not like crowds. I'm an introvert. Oh my gosh. Oh if you make me and I'm ever like weird and standoffish, now you guys know why. Like I don't, I, yeah, I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole yet. Um, <laughs> but if you follow me on Pinterest, you'll see me post incessant things about being an introvert. introvert yes, yeah. it's true. It's great. Anyway. All, all right, right, guys. Well, that's, that's it for this week. All yeah, right, guys. What else? I mean, like, where are we? Uh, April. 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 So next week. April. Is next week our get? No. No, we week, like week three weeks. From okay. Now. We got some guests coming we up. We got a just, guest coming up. Two guests coming up. Keep listening. Share. Have a great week. We love and you. Leave us a review. Um, wait, real quick. Oh. We do have. Don't we have a guest next week or no? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe a guest next week. But if not, definitely a guest. Surprise! Definitely two guests in three yeah. weeks. And maybe more. Ooh. All right. All right. Talk to you guys later. <laughs> Bye. Have a good week. Bye.